I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Enough the Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Sweeney, Ooh. here with the, in the chill zone with uh, some other people. I don't remember what the intro is at all. Really? I didn't even notice at all. It was so. Uh, <laughs> did it sound seamless and organic? It did. People won't even notice at all. All right, cool. Folks, you heard uh, William Hung. You're listening to Enough the Podcast. Or just enough. I like to call it enough. What do you think of that? Uh, I prefer just enough. I remember in the beginning we were like, should we keep that name? And then it just kind of like, it just works for me now. Yeah. As I've said before, I love the bit where there's a moment in like every movie where some character goes, enough. And I feel like that's become like the unofficial. Uh, yeah, I like that too. You should this. still do that super cut of all of them. Yes. That'll be maybe a... 100, uh, 150th episode spectacular special. You event? got a couple weeks left, and that's that's right around the corner. This is episode 144. Oh, wow. I'm like deliriously tired. I need to get this Mountain Dew into my system. Here we go, baby. Also, it's uh, Disney Plus Day. I know Ryan's really fired up about it. What does that mean? Are they going to bill me again? <laughs> Probably. They, uh... I guess it's like a new day that they're trying to make happen. They have some sort of a deal if you sign up today and they unlocked a bunch of new movies. You can watch The Rock Turkey Jungle Cruise at no extra cost now. Also, Shang-Chi featuring enemy of the show Aquafina. Oh, that's on there? I'll watch that. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm going to watch that. We'll... This will be me sitting there. <laughs> Bunch of Asian guys beating each other up. Is that what that is? Yes. I don't know why it matters that they're Asian, but yeah. it matters. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But yeah, we'll take that, and that'll be next week on the program. And they had a couple other things. Oh, the uh, the new Home Alone remake, Home Sweet Home Alone, also dropped onto Disney Plus today. And that's a uh, reason for some fanfare. That's Who is even in that? Not anyone we know who they are. I think the fat British kid from Jojo Rabbit is the Kevin McAllister oh. surrogate this time around. I boycotted that movie and still haven't seen it. You boycotted Jojo? I did. It was whatever. I don't think they should make light of Hitler. <laughs> How about that? I think he was a very charismatic leader that should have been oh. respected and treated with dignity after his passing. Word. A hero's death. <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. I'm gonna murder that kid. 
Fressa, 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 Fressa. Home Alone 2, by far the superior Home Alone. I don't care what anybody says. Yes. Yeah, when I start to get into the holiday spirit, I start talking Joe Pesci's PG swearing language. Fressa, 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 Fressa. I haven't watched Home Alone 2 in a while. I think I'm due. I think yeah. it's time. Tis the season. Mm. But yeah, the... I mean... Big day for like fake movies. The ones I just mentioned, Clifford the Big Red Dog is now on Paramount Plus. Isn't it like actually making good dough in theaters too? Is it? That's fucked up if so. I, I wrote something down. Yeah. Where is it? Clifford the Big Red Dud. Got him. It'd no. Be, it'd be fun if he was I like, didn't write the number down, but it, it, there was a decent, there was this, a higher box office number than I, that movie has turkey written all over it, like hmm. flop, bomb. You might as well be a big red turkey mm. bopping around. It'd be funny if he was like a Hulk type situation where he like went crazy. It just starts destroying people and kids and Yeah, like a big dog right. no, destroying I get it. a city. I like that. It's kind of fun. But yeah, the and also Red Notice, which we'll be trying to watch <sighs> a little later on our break. So many fake movies to choose from. So little time. Did we watch Lamb last week? maybe two weeks ago. Last week was uh, the Jim Cummings feature, the beta test. Right. My timeline's all screwed up. Kid, like my favorite movie timeline starring Paul Walker, rest in peace. Pablo. Mm. But yeah, I like to imagine someone watching like Home Sweet Home Alone, Red Notice, and Clifford the Big Red Dog in a sitting. Just rolling through all of them? Maybe I'll be that someone tomorrow. And realizing they don't like movies anymore after taking in all three of those. Right, just giving up. You know what? Maybe not for me. But folks, speaking of the movies, I want to get into this week's top story, if you'll indulge me. Uh, Vin Diesel's freshly, whatever you say, the beef with The Rock. It's back on. Did you see the Instagram post that shocked the nation? Wait, the apology is no longer? I mean, hold on, let me cue up the post. The, uh, for people who don't know, The Rock and Vin Diesel supposedly hate each other and have been feuding on set. The Rock wasn't in Fast 9. And now they're like offset dramas, even better than the Fast and Furious movies. But this is a post that Vin Diesel actually made. My little brother Dwayne. <laughs> The time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast 10. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There's not a holiday that goes by that they and you don't send well wishes. But the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. That's Paul Walker. For people not in the know. (laughs) Hangs out on that. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast in the finale that is 10. I th- say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. Granny shifting, not double clutching like you should. Ask any racer, any real racer. <laughs> It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. 
and also it should be called Fast 10 Your Seatbelts, <laughs> like Scotty tweeted a couple years ago. I think that's good. I uh, I don't know how to feel about all this. He ends it with Fulfill Your Destiny. <laughs> I don't recall The Rock being all that important in any of these movies. He's just a big box office draw because he's sort hey, of listen, brother. the most famous guy on earth. I'm really big. I fill up a lot of the screen. It's It's a thing. Like, what do we really need him for? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm famously anti-rock. Tired of him. Tired of looking at his mug. He's everywhere. He's he's in everything, and he has like 17 things in the pipeline at all times. And he also is he does so much product placement mm. of just like different shit. Like he's got an energy drink. He's got an underwear armor. We've done this. What are you gonna get though? I don't even feel like I played the Vin music instead of the Boots to Asses song. Thank you. I just Vin wins. Yeah, because Vin's better at the rock at everything, including music. It's not an accident that Vin is the only guy on the wall of Kings who has his big ass arms in his photo. This is the <laughs> picture on my wall behind me guys. For those who haven't seen the basement. Yeah. And he's shirt. He has a cutoff shirt with his fast and the furious cross. And he's oh, directly wow. above my head for inspiration. Terrific. Yeah. And the rock has yet to issue a response to Vin's very long winded over the top, dramatic emperor Palpatine, like, <laughs> call out he's too busy filling his veins with steroids yeah or his muscles sorry i'm working on a rap intramuscular response. steroids i'm a buster but a buh i'm gonna make hobson shaw too instead you sucked his dick <laughs> but yeah the we're gonna be following this story with mm. can i do my top story with much interest i'm following this like a fucking detective over here but yeah please go in the in the world of celebrity deaths <laughs> My top story involves Travis Scott's Astro Fest. A word? The Astro World Festival, whatever it's really called. Yes, yes. In Houston, Texas over last weekend. It happened the night of the podcast, of course. So like as we finished the show, the news broke. Mm. But I guess at the concert, there was... We should have done an emergency episode. We really should have. Just full. This This is that good. Hmm. I guess eight people died at the show, and one person has since died in the hospital. Yeah, have they figured out what happened? I guess the long and short of it is there was 50,000 tickets sold. It was completely sold out venue, outdoors. Mm. They had like chain link fences all around it. And I guess people stampeded in the beginning and they just kind of trampled everybody. Like they burst through the gates. So it was 50,000 people plus however many people were able to stampede in, which is at least a thousand or so. So there was just way too many people in a small space. This is sicko mode from Travis Scott. Yeah. This song's so lame now. What a fucked up way to die. Getting trampled while sicko mode plays. Well, the thing that really got the crowd to swell, which is what people are calling that, like it's almost like a rat king in the sewer, you know, all the rats tails and snarl. Turtles. And basically there was Drake came out as a surprise guest. They were performing. The crowd all tried to get to the front. People started, and I quote, falling out, where they were just like having panic attacks and passing out on the ground. Oh word. And the people in the crowd were so excited by the show that they literally just stomped over them to get to the stage. One of those people who got stomped to death was a nine year old. Mm, that's fucked up. And a 14-year-old and like a, uh, at least seven other people all under the age of 25. So like... I blame Drake for this. 
I would love to blame Drake for this because he's a herb. Drake, the type of dude who lead a bunch of children to an awful where'd death. That, where'd that meme trend go? <laughs> Let's but bring it back. I guess the thing that everyone's most upset about is like Travis Scott kind of ignored protocol and signs. And there was all these things that are leaking after the fact. Like, it doesn't sound like Travis Scott to ignore no. protocol. <laughs> there was a thing where the security guards had some notice that was like, they were were saying like, I guess like the other Travis Scott festivals have been pretty bad, but this one was obviously the worst in terms of just like injuries and casualties. Mm. But so, like tons of people get hurt at every one of this is like the third or fourth festival that's ha- that's happened. Mm. And I guess they had a protocol. If somebody dies, don't refer to them as dead or a body, refer to them as a smurf when talking over the radio because they know people can hear mm. that. That's fucked up. Just like so they were like kind of preparing for people to die at a concert like they had that in the in the we got a bunch of smurfs over here this is what we're gonna do when a child dies because of a music festival like just to me that's ridiculous yeah that's fucked up so i don't like to be that close in the mix a concert like that it's uh normally they don't even get to the point where it's that bad but clearly shows like this get a little Wacky. The the news of this and the videos of it, there's a lot of videos that have leaked of random kids. Because I guess, you know, like when you're in a big crowd, your phone stops working. Word. Because of all the other phones in the area. Nobody's phones were working, so nobody could call for help. The staff was useless. Like, people were just dropping. And everybody's on drugs, and everybody's drunk and dehydrated, and no one's eating, and they're all just cramming in. This honestly is, like, the news of this, rather. When I read this, I was like, there's nothing... Like, this gave me that, like, same stomachache feeling that, like, the Capitol riots did. You know that one clip in the Capitol riots when they have, like, one of the random Capitol police officers crushed into a doorway, and they, like, tore his mask off, and you can just hear him going, ah! Mm. This gave me that same, like, uh uh-oh feeling stomachache of just... This is my absolute worst nightmare. Uh oh. There's almost nothing. Like, I'd be trying to fight my way out. Yeah, that's fucked up. I'd do almost anything to get myself. And if you had someone with you and you had to, like, help them get out too, it just, why would anyone want to go to a festival that they knew that would even, like, if somebody told me that the John Mayer concert I'm going to in March was going to even be somewhat <laughs> like this, mm. I'd go, I don't care. I'm not going. Dying till your body is a one. Wonderland. <laughs> I figured that would be kind of a funny concept. <clears throat> so yeah, that's rest in peace, everybody who was at the at the show who didn't make it. Yeah, and uh, we here at the enough enough the podcast. Uh, we want you to know that if you're dead, your body is still a wonderland. <laughs> I was gonna say before that, Ank bringing up a bunch of people dying and surprisingly not really making a joke about it. <laughs> Some powerful progress going on in the chill zone tonight. <laughs> and then I made a joke about it. Yeah. <laughs> so He's back. If uh, if you died at the Travis Scott Festival and you're listening to me from heaven, Ooh. I want you to know that your memory will live on in the chill zone forever. Yeah. Get the buzz going up there. Yeah. A lot of heaven listeners. I imagine cool. if you're in heaven, you can tune into any podcast you desire without even a device, right? You can just kind of, like Kramer would like... Yeah. You know what I'm talking about with how he, his alarm clock? In. Going real deep inside Seinfeld here. Monty's like, what are they talking about? Good Monty voice. <laughs> yeah, I sound just like him. Yeah. Spitting image. My leg. Yep, that's the stuff. Yep. He's always saying that. He, he does. He's talking about that leg. Did so he get... that's all the Travis Scott stuff. Yeah. Did 
Did you hear that fans are petitioning the producers of the new Wicked movie to uncast James Corden in the movie adaptation? Because he's a fat cunt? Yes. I think that's mm. the reason they're citing <laughs> for why they don't want this to happen. But this is the kind of activism I can get into. Yeah. I'm going to hit the streets <clears throat> and uh, get I some signatures. That. Really try to make this happen. He needs to be fucking put into the obits. Worst dude ever. <laughs> Truly. Mate. Although his performance in Cats, pretty strong. <laughs> Bit of a scene stealer. And I know you were fired up about this. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo. Oh, the Bezos stuff? Trying to do the Dr. Evil. No, but that's also fun. He's, yeah, tell me about the Bezos stuff. What happened there again? They were at some event, and I should know what it was, but they were at an event, and Bezos was with his new girlfriend because he's newly divorced. Mm. And I guess there's just this clip that went viral of Leo towering over him with a tux on and a big smile, just charismatically cuckolding the shit out of Bezos, yeah. who's just standing there like a geek with nothing to say. Like, it doesn't matter how rich you are, dude. Bezos, or I'm sorry, Leo will steal your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, it's he's Leo. It and then Bezos nice... tweeted something. It's a, like a picture of himself standing on a sign that said, like, cliff behind me or cliff this way and it said mm. like i got something to show you leo like which is actually pretty funny yeah it's probably a nice humbling or something like that like he's the richest dude in the world but he's standing there and it's like oh my girl's talking to leonardo dicaprio i don't like this that was probably the first time he felt something in like years <laughs> he's just like oh this is this is affecting me i think i might need to fucking zip into outer space and do something wacky to get over this yeah, he's probably been too focused on his pissing contest for the richest man in the world with Elon Musk over the last few months. Yeah. And he doesn't realize that he is still a human being. <laughs> on Earth. But yeah, Leo is set to star as Jonestown cult leader Jim Jones in a upcoming biopic. He will also produce the film about the infamous 1970s cult leader who inspired a mass suicide. <clears throat> Excuse me. That I feel like there's a good documentary about Jim Jones. I feel like that mm. this is in your wheelhouse. I don't know a ton about him, no? to be honest. No. No. I'm intrigued though. Mm. I'll watch anything. Leo has a great like selection process when it comes to the roles that he does. Like he has less turkeys than probably anyone else in the business. And yes. I'm sure there's I mean, there's a bunch, obviously, but sounds like something he'll nail. Him as a cult leader, like yeah. Wolf of Wall Street mode, but a Weird serial Leo, killer. Yeah. Sounds cool. It is time to take a stand. He's taking a stand. And this is like some TMZ nonsense, but I thought it was kind of funny. Nancy Pelosi officiated Earth, Wind, and Fire performed, and Anya Taylor-Joy led the dance floor at Ivy Getty's Over the Top Wedding in San Francisco. Oh, that's like the oil billionaire's daughter or whatever. Yes. Like some like super rich. I saw the fucking pictures from that. I legit, when I first saw this story, I was like, she's probably the heir to the Getty Images <laughs> fortune. <laughs> A bunch of candid photos yeah. Yeah. all around her home. I mean, that's the family I want to marry into. Getty Images. Imagine marrying a girl that rich. I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. Yeah. Hang out. I guess, yeah. Have a goo. I'd be like, so I got these gyms, right? Yeah. I make a, 
It's like, hey, babe, it's Disney Plus Day. You want to sit down and watch four oh, turkeys? Come on. Fucking phone call. Who called? 800 numbers call me at 5.30 at night on a Friday. Go the fuck away. What the fuck? That's uh, the government. They heard us talking about Nancy Pelosi. They're after us. That old cunt. Oh. I bet her pussy stinks, huh? <laughs> a good ass? I'm not sure. I just paused it again. I'm, you know, I'm on thin ice tonight. I was going to say that the new contest is everybody write in mm. with the best scenario or like how you would get Nancy Pelosi to allow you to perform oral sex on her. Mm. And then the winner, the one we choose as the best, we will personally deliver said scenario to the White House. Wow. God bless And try America. to make it happen. God bless America. We will perform another insurrection on the Capitol to get said description of oral sex to Nancy Pelosi's desk. Yeah, we'll enlist Hank to teach us how to do all that fucked up stuff. That's kind of where my head was going. Like, I'm going to roar in with the Hank. I'm just not in the mood. It's fair. Maybe Hank will come out during the reviews if he doesn't like the movie. Hank hates Ryan Reynolds. Fuck. Oh, there's Kanye news, too. That's where Hank and I line up. Hit me with some Kanye news. What is that rascal? You remember to? Beanie Siegel, the uh, who's another rapper that Kanye has done some songs with years ago. Shit, I guess Kanye is now saying that Beanie Siegel, um, came up with the name Yeezy. So Kanye said he's going to write him a check for fifty million dollars. Oh, yeah. Wait, Kanye. So he's admitting that he someone else came up with it. That he didn't come up with the name Yeezy. And also he's saying that he wants to do a show with Drake and squash the beef and a show to free Larry Hoover, who was a gang leader serving six life sentences for murder, conspiracy, extortion, and continuing to engage in a criminal enterprise. So I guess, as always, Kanye is right on target Shit. with some important activism. Yeah, that's some good Kanye stuff. That so sounds weird. like what he'd be up to. I can't believe Pete Davidson is going on roller coasters with my wife, my ex-wife. I Pete Davidson's bang list is getting more and more impressive. Oh fuck yeah, dude! He's such Thanks. a like awkward-looking, yeah. tall, yeah. thin man. Yeah, dude. And he's just fuck crushing it. And he's crushing it. I'm in. Hell yeah! I'm surprised they didn't actually give him a sexiest man alive. Did you see who did get it? A uh, friend of the show, Paul Rudd. Yes. Well, not my friend, but yours. <laughs> I mean, he's not not my friend. I don't mind Rudd. He's he's good in some That's what I'm saying. He is your friend of the show. Okay. Not mine. I watched his new... We'll talk about it in reviews, but I did watch his new show on Apple TV+. Plus. A word? And I thought it was decent. That's a show? Yeah, it's him and Will Ferrell? Yeah, and it's produced and or directed, directed by Michael Showalter, who is a definite friend of the show. Yeah, he's great. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, the shrink next door. So it's Ooh. like a, a client doctor relationship between he and Will Ferrell. What? Sounds terrific. Sounds like one of my pictures. It has a Woody Allen feel to it. And they're both terrific. Jewish guys, too. So it's very Woody Allen. And it's in New York. So it's kind of a Woody Allen ripoff, what? to be honest. Cheapest. But whatever. I mean, Woody Allen's a ghost now. <laughs> You stupid fucking mouth cut! I can't believe we got snubbed again for Sexiest Man Alive. It's like, I when, know. When's it going to be our time? I thought it was going to be Chris Evans. And to, to me, that made more sense mm. than Rudd, but 
I mean, Rudd is uh, older, so. Yeah, I feel like lately they've been just, it's a different Marvel superhero every yeah. year. They Wasn't just... Michael B. Jordan and Idris Elba for the past two years, I feel like? Sounds right. It's definitely something we've covered on every year of the pod, because it's funny news. Yeah, it's like a dumb, like, who gives yeah. a shit type thing. But that's like everything in all these magazines. The fucking rags, as they say. Right. Um... You got any birthdays? I have only I only have a few, and I was actually just thinking about that myself. That like we missed it because I got a death day. I'll sneak in before the music okay. joins us. Uh, Dean Stockwell, Quantum Leap star, dead at eighty five. Oh, he was years eighty old. something. I saw that. Yeah, he was right. Scott Bakula's time traveling sidecar on that Scott Bakula of Men of a Certain Age fame. Yes. Uh, okay, so Ethan Hawke is fifty one. A word. And Leo is 47. Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio. He goes by just Leo for the most part. I feel better about that Dr. Evil Leo. Nailed it. Is that it, Berthos? That's all I got, yeah. That's why I forgot about it, because it's such a small list. But I had a few. I think it was like Gosling's or something the other day. Ryan Gosling? I think so. Oh, I feel terrible if I missed that. I remember seeing one of your guys with a birthday and being like, I'm sure ankle cover this. In the coveted birthday segment. Gosling's birthday. Yeah. Gosling's birthday is November 12th. He's 41. So it's today, actually. That's why I missed it, because I wrote this list earlier. How dare you miss that? All right, that's fair, then. Happy birthday, Ryan. So this can be the Ryan Gosling's birthday spectacular. Ooh. I just rebranded the whole show. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. And you just mentioned Idris Elba a moment ago. He teased on Twitter yesterday that him and Will Smith have a collaboration coming soon. Random! <laughs> and the fans are wondering, you know, this could be anything. They're both music guys, yeah, the, actors, the obviously. Care? I mean, this fan cares. Hopefully it's a dope new Will Smith rap. With Something like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something just like this. Ha-ha. This is when I wish I had the camera going. I was just doing some sick dance moves. <laughs> now what? I say what? What? This oh. is from the new Aladdin. Yes. The live-action Aladdin soundtrack. Yeah, the one that everybody saw, remembers existing, and loves. Yes. yes. Big, big hit. Yeah. Came in white hot. Ha-ha. Will Smith's had a tough couple of weeks. His <laughs> wife just humiliating him by saying things and then being like, that's not what I meant. Her saying like they ne- they have a bad sex life and that she used to want to fuck Tupac and like just like so many different little like items eking out onto Instagram and Will Smith then like admitting that he wanted to kill his own father and like take his own life and like so many little it's like he needs a good project he needs like a Bad Boys the original Bad like Bad Boys two level box office success right now he does like, I am Legend something great that makes him look cool again Ha-ha. we're rooting for you I am a fan of Will. No doubt. You seem quite pleased with that result. Fucking result. You said he had a tough couple weeks, and I was waiting to do that for like 35 seconds. Jimmy had a rough month. (laughs) For the fans. And they've confirmed a second season of Squid Game is in the works, which... Don't care. Seems like a bit of a no-brainer. It's like the most popular Netflix show ever. They're just going to keep it rolling. I never finished the first season... Stinks. Got like three episodes in and just kind of called it. Stinks. It's a bad show for stupid dummies. 
Wow. How about that? Tell me how you really feel. It's dummy, <laughs> dumb, dumb guy television. Dumb guy television. It's one of those shows that people who have very little self-confidence and no original personality whatsoever will sink their teeth into so that they have something to discuss with their other boring, predictable friends at their endless nine to five job in a cubicle. Wow. Did you see Squid Games like on some dumb Zoom meeting? I hope everybody who is a true fan of Squid Games ends up in some sort of a squid game and gets a bullet in the face. Wow. Skewered. Got him. Speaking of having fucked up taste, I don't know if you saw Paul Thomas Anderson, who has a new movie coming out in December. It looks very good. Licorice Pizza. He was in some interview saying, uh, they asked him about his favorite movies as of late, and he said Shang-Chi was good fun. I live in a Marvel-obsessed household, so continuing the journey of these Marvel stories is exciting to us. I also liked Venom 2. And Titan is worth seeing. The movies. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that he's like he's like one of the classiest directors out there. And That's he has like our taste. In awesome movies. list. Yeah. Well you know, our taste is good. Hell yeah. Life is great. But yeah, the I liked Venom too. It's just like just of all the things to bring up, it's like, you know what? I've been really been thinking about Venom 2 a lot. Venom 2 is awesome. I want to see it again. What do you think about that? I didn't love it. I know you didn't. It was a bit of a mess, but I'd watch it again Mm. just to see if maybe things change. I'm a fan of mischief. But yeah, I'm really excited to see Licorice Pizza. That's going to be awesome. That can't miss. I hate how people in LA have already seen it. It came out at some... Like it comes out in New York and LA like a month before other places for whatever reason. For all the cool hip industry types. But like normal, with their complicated shoes. Yeah, but people can just go to it. Like, I see people on Twitter. Like, I'm seeing it tonight. It's like, I feel sick. Like, why can't I see it? I want to watch it. I deserve the movies before everybody else. Am I right, folks? He's in. But yeah, PTA is back. We'll check that out. You're gonna like this. I don't think you heard mm. this yet. I was saving this. A Roadhouse remake is in the works. So fucking sexy in Roadhouse. <laughs> Things are getting fucky. Parts unknown. But yeah, Roadhouse remake in the works with Jake Gyllenhaal in talks to star. Wow. What do you think wow. of that? This is like good news. A movie plucked out of your dreams. Literally, like this is as if somebody just like went into my deepest, like the deep recesses of my subconscious and thought, like, what are two of the best things in here? And then just mushed them together into a movie that'll probably take 14 months to even have a director attached to it. But whatever, I'll wait. They say Doug Lyman is in talks. Get the fuck out. Him too? Yeah. You were incepted. (laughs) They're in my head. Yeah. If it was Tarantino, I would have I would have been legit scared. Yeah, the like Todd Salons directing Roadhouse <laughs> with Jake Gyllenhaal. Fun new take, but yeah, I can picture this movie. I bet this will be good. Oh yeah, I don't know if you need to remake Roadhouse, but I mean, with this kind of uh... who's the female lead? Like Rachel Lee Cook in 1998. <laughs> yes, she's in talks, but nude <laughs> the entire movie. Yes, that's here too. I'm on board for all of this. <laughs> He's in. Swishes is old, dirty. Shitty tasting, homemade fucking liquor that you can, oh, you can barely get her into you, but. It's a long clip. 
nice 12 second bubbles clip just just because um that sounds great i'm like fully fully on board for that so i don't think jake gyllenhaal getting himself into southpaw jacked mode just beating people up in a bar wearing a tight black tee (laughs) pretty much the movie of my dreams so can't wait sounds like you're getting a little fired up over there i'm rock hard kids taking his dick out getting ready for the sports corner I actually don't have one this week. Wow. Then no sports. Then please put your dick away. That's I've had it out the whole time anyway, just in, you know, for fun. If we're not in the corner, that's appalling. Agreed. But yes, and I don't know if you saw this, Movie Pass <laughs> is exploring... <laughs> Come on. Exploring the possibility of relaunching soon. And I'm ready, folks. Mm. I still have my Movie Pass card in my wallet. For bit purposes, Do you really? yes. Let's have a look. It's wait. Let me get a little clip of this. This is good stuff for the Instagram. Oh, maybe it's in the car actually. Oh yeah, I took a picture of it when I was reading this story for fucking Twitter the other day. Yep, there goes that bit. Yeah. <laughs> I got my camera out and everything. At least what the fuck? It happens. Uh, it happens. But uh, yeah, the for people who don't remember Movie Pass, it was this fucked up failed experiment. 10 bucks a month, you could see up to a movie a day. 2018 was like the heyday. The summer of 2018 was when MoviePass was really popping. One of the worst ideas of all time. Yeah. Well, basically, best. best for you, but like yeah. in terms of making money, I mean, I bet you there were a lot of people like you who just saw a bunch. People who probably either didn't buy it or if they did buy it, they exploited the shit out of it. So it was like yeah. the worst of both worlds. I saw so much stuff I never would have seen in the theater. I remember if I love how you talk about like the movie past days. Like it was like yeah. when you were in the army or something. <laughs> You're like, you know, the movie past days back when I was seeing like those were the days. <laughs> like everything yeah. in the theater. So I, like I can't the, think of a good example, but I'm like wistfully looking out the window. What like, was that like oh nine? No, that was 2017, 2018. For real? Yeah. I didn't realize it was that recent. I never tried it. I don't know why. That sounds like it would have been up my alley, too. And they like produced a couple movies. They famously produced uh, the masterpiece Gotti, starring John Travolta. Yikes. That's a movie pass film. This is my fucking city. And yeah, hopefully them bringing it back will mean Gotti 2 is coming down the pipeline. The basically worst reviewed movie of all time. Yeah, definitely good prime for a sequel. Kevin Connolly in tow. The movies. <laughs> um, what else do we have here? Um, that new Bond movie you can rent on demand now. I think it's one of those twenty dollar yeah. rentals. <laughs> I mean... Can you really? All right. Maybe I'll watch that tomorrow, too. I got a big day tomorrow doing nothing but sleeping in. Bond is kind of a poor man's Austin Powers. Agreed. It started out where Austin Powers was spoofing him, but it's turned around now. Mm. And he's the doper one. But yeah, watch that, and then we could talk about it again. I feel like I wasn't too long with him when we talked about that. Lizzie Kaplan will star in a Fatal Attraction TV remake for Paramount+. Plus. What do you think of that? I like her and I love that movie, mm. but I got to say like that seems fatal attraction. It's a great concept because it's, it's a movie that when you watch it, when you're 15, you don't understand how scary it is. Yeah. Like a woman falling in love with you and ruining your life like that. Mm. But when you watch it as an adult man, it's to me, this one of the scariest movies ever made. Yeah. Cause it's like a realistic scary movie. Right. Any guy who's ever had a woman send him, like 400 paragraph, 400 word, whatever paragraphs of anger 
Hi. over and over and over again to the point where you've had to block her and you've been worried she's going to start showing up places oh or if a God. woman's threatened to show up at your work or something. A word? The, like that fatal attraction type shit. That's hmm. the scariest feeling in the world because like, yeah. what are you going to do? You're going to hit her? You're going to call the police? Like it's they're gonna get you, and it's just terrifying. So to me, if you did it, both. You hit her and called the police. That is correct. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think that it could be great. It also could be total shit. It's fatal, a big dice roll. Yeah, fatal attraction is one of those. I don't think I've ever seen it, and I always confuse it with basic instinct. For whatever reason, I line those up a lot too. And I mean, yeah, it's Michael Douglas, so that makes sense. But they're very different movies. Yeah, they're the very. same in my head. I don't think I've seen Fatal Attraction better either. Except for that scene, kid. You, you know that scene? The fucking like the pussy scene, kid? <laughs> kid. No, I'm talking about that other scene. <laughs> the other scene where Wayne Newton's or Wayne Knight's real sweaty. Yes. I guess that's the same scene. Duff, damn it. In. Um, yeah, I like Lizzie Kaplan too. I haven't seen her in a bit. She's a babe. She's got chops. She was in that. Work. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. She was in okay. that Hulu Stephen King show that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I was going to say, she's kind of getting typecast as like a maniac babe who's starring in remakes of 80s horror things. <laughs> Castle Rock. Yeah, because she played the Kathy Bates misery role in that show that doesn't exist and nobody watched. And now Fatal Attraction. Mm. She deserves better, I would say. Agreed. He's in. And director David Ayer, one of Ang's favorite filmmakers, <laughs> showed off on Twitter an alternative look at Jared Leto's Joker from Suicide Squad, this time with a Sharpie smile drawn on his face and eyebrows that are just like, ha, ha, ha. Like eyebrows just... I gotta yeah, see it, Look yeah. at this pic. Ugh, come on, And this man. is for the Suicide Let- Squad movie he made that came out like six years ago. He's still just like ominously posting stuff like, there's a great cut of this movie that they won't let get released. Jared Leto killed it, but no one will ever know. And then releasing shit like this. It's like, why are you doing this to yourself? This is like insane. He's turning into the Joker with posts like this. Yeah, maybe he should just focus on writing another movie about crime in South Central Los Angeles and crime. Like, the corruption within the LAPD. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, I this his Suicide Squad movie that I ironically enjoy is is junk, <laughs> and you know he has Bright Two in, on the pipeline. So, oh, yeah, I forgot about. Maybe that. focus on Bright Two. Bright Two. And yeah. I don't think I have much more news. That's about it for me too, but I am very, very excited to watch Red Notice. So we better hurry this break up. I've legitimately been like dreading this. (sighs) I mean, we can do a scan and look for something else because I'm not looking forward to watching it either. You want to watch Clifford the Big Red Dog? (laughs) Um, If Meg can come and watch with us. We've already got Tuna down here. We just got to get the whole gang. Because yeah, it's just... Or maybe we'll bring back the shuts... Folks, we'll be back after a break. We'll be right back. George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> Folks. We are back. 
And we just suffer through the new Netflix original Red Notice just for you. This is uh, Netflix's latest fake movie. I loved it. <laughs> oh, did you? I did. What a twist. I don't know what you're talking about, Suffer. I thought it was great. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Tell that, me, uh, that Ryan Reynolds is really, he is such a cut up, isn't he? Answer this for me, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you like about it? The jokes and <laughs> the action. Oh, It was yes. so believable and good. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This movie was uh, from visionary writer-director Rawson Marshall Thurber, which sounds like a fake name, who directed this fake movie. He brought us Dodgeball. And, the movies. And uh, <laughs> that other rock movie, San Andreas. Brother. That exists. I guess he's like the rock's go-to turkey maker. It's like, you know what? We need someone to shoot me wearing... Uh, a jungle outfit and bipping bopping around. Oh my god. The summary for this is uh, brief. An Interpol agent tracks the world's most wanted art thief. And yeah. It's basically like what if National Treasure starred three of the Turkey Boys' least favorite actors working today and stuffed it with so many fucking jokes. You're just gonna, you're not even gonna believe. Your ears and or eyes. That Netflix algorithm, I think, needs to be fucking destroyed. I, I am... Netflix originals are really pretty much all not good. And this one, I went into this assuming I was going to hate it. And for like a quick 20, mm. maybe 17 minutes, they had me fooled that it was okay. Yeah, it was almost weird. We were mm. looking at each other like, is this okay? Is this like, this might be all right. Is this watchable? Yeah. We were prepared for the fucked up worst. But yeah, and then it actually made us laugh a couple times. And I started taking a uh, a running tally of the laughs that we had while watching this film. Yeah, I got to hear that tally. Ank, I clocked you at four laughs. I believe they were all Ryan Reynolds one-liners. Do you have anything to say for yourself? I'm very ashamed. That's it. That sucks, really. I mean, I'm four not, times. I'm not in the clear. I I got three ticks from. Yeah, myself. The Rock made you laugh. So, I mean, I ha- I had a good one. These were all such begrudging laughs that we were all like, we we're like, Hah. and then like we looked at each other like, fuck, I'm sorry. And these all happened in like the first hour and we were like, this might be okay. And then the second half, the duds really start flowing hot and fast. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is a volume shooter. Like literally every line of dialogue they give him is a sarcastic, snarky one-liner. Yeah, and he's whispering the punchlines. Yes. Which we mentioned. That's, Very whispery. That stinks. He's in full Deadpool mode. He can't just say a line that isn't a joke. Like at all, <laughs> right, not exaggerating. Just like, be in the moment. Be in the film that you're in. Yeah, and him speaking in that like Deadpool, like snark cadence, it really grinds my gears. I wrote Ryan Reynolds is a pain in the ass, which I think is an important note to take. He is the the other thing we hated about this was the product placement that was Oof. like rampant, not like rampant, rampant, but it was it was present enough that it annoyed me. Yeah, the movie's like basically already a commercial at best. And then Ryan Reynolds sneaks in uh, a bottle of aviation gin on the bar. Yeah. And then there's like a Taycan port, which is the new like 
middle of the road Porsche. I actually like them. So I don't mean middle of the road in a bad way. They're, all Porsches are nice. Ooh. But it's like the more reasonably priced Porsche. So like that would be kind of like, I wonder how many cars they'll, they'll sell. Because they did it in a funny way. Like the rock crashes one of them very quickly. Aha. Just, ugh. Yeah, we got to talk about them as a duo, though. The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. They're a they, painfully bad duo. So much in the movie is them like bouncing off each other. Like, wow, isn't this fun? But it's not. <laughs> No. They're terrible. No. You're watching them and thinking like, which one's the funny one? <laughs> like, and which one's the cool one? Because, I don't know. I don't think The Rock works with like anybody. Sure doesn't. Like, I don't know. He's just a dud. He really is. Like, he's he's like a big steroid dud. And there's just like nothing to him. Yeah, he's always just playing... Just the same character. I'm going to list off a few more of the things that I hated about this movie. Please, I got like 400 more. It was heavy on the heist type references, both like heist briefings. Ocean's Eleven is the only movie that will ever, like a heist briefing, if you don't know what I'm talking about here, is like when a bunch of criminals are about to do something and they all sit down together to be like, okay, and this is when we're going to slide underneath the lasers and like this is the code to get in the door. Ocean's Eleven did that really well, three Mm -hmm. times. Not talking about the new one. The Ocean's 11, 12, and 13, they do this very well. No other movie has ever nailed it yeah, in our movie, lifetime. Those scenes, which are fun in the Ocean's movies, they're like a chore to sit through. Yes. And it's just like, oh, you're just filling up time in this way too long already. Awful. Netflix a ridge. Chris Diamantopoulos, the like sidecar of all sidecars. Friend from of the show. The off- He's a friend of the show. Yeah. From The Office, and he was very good in Silicon Valley. Mm. Not so good in this. He plays yeah. like this like Italian rich guy, whatever. He's a big that Ugh. guy. Like You'd know him if you saw him. Yeah, if you watch movies, you'd be like, oh, that guy, I like him. Also, they let Gal Gadot sing again. Hello. Which like maybe they never caught the like <laughs> beginning of the pandemic sing-along <laughs> to John Len- Legend's Imagine. Yeah, that would have been funny if John she Legend. sang. John Lennon. If she sang Imagine in this, that would have been a good bit. Imagine would've... all the poor people. I'm so fucking out of touch. (laughs) My tits are too far apart. (laughs) She's a real... Six? Snoozerino. You're going to call... You're going to look at me in the eye and say Gal Gadot is a six? Weak six. With a straight face? A weak six? Weird, far apart boobs. I mean... Five and a half at best. I'll tear apart her acting all day, but she's a fucking babe. She should just be a model. She can't, she can't act to save her life, but I mean, quite a looker. It is time to take a stand. And yeah, her in this movie, they, I won't give away the, there's just like give a it zillion, away. No, it, it's, it doesn't matter. There's just it like a zillion matter. twists. It's one of those movies where, like you were saying, there's a bunch of like art-based double crosses and like. Right heisty twists i'm so out on a double cross yeah and it's just they do it so much to the point where like by the end nothing means anything it's just like oh you had the egg well when you thought you did i really had the egg i fucking triple crossed you it's like did you what about when ryan reynolds says the phrase mouth sexing a goat made me sick to my stomach Mm. he might as well have said hot dog down a hallway or something Along, like, just almost like from a book of... He, he speaks, like, from a book of cliches. Yeah. He needs someone to edit all his clunkers. Mm. 
because there were plenty of lines in this movie where it's just like someone must know that that sucked like just botched adr bullshit yeah all the entire movie looked like it was filmed in front of a green screen oh my god as we said like the the end is literally like that's the paramount lot yeah or whatever it was netflix lot yeah and this is one of those movies where they try to be like a globe trotting like we're in rome now we're in russia now we're in england but all of it's just on a green screen. I doubt they filmed any of this in the real locations. I'm going to actually fact check that because I don't... It, Although, to me, it doesn't look like anything. Wherever they were in the first section, looks like they might have actually been there. But everywhere else, I'm sure they were just on a fucking CGI landscape. But, uh... And yeah, just like predictable everything. It has a bunch of Indiana Jones ripoff stuff in the second half. Get the rock and jungle setting. Fun fact. Sorry to interrupt you. They really did film this in Rome, Sardinia, and Paris, France. Fuck. But but most of it was filmed in Atlanta, Georgia. This movie was like a tax write-off slash vacation for all these stars to just bop around the world. Fucked up. Yeah, the rock, I'm sure he's probably not even aware of what he's filming at any point they're just like put on this outfit and just say rock stuff we'll use it in jungle cruise 2 or that dc movie shazam 2 that you're making whatever the hell you're up to i got some obits from this movie they're hit me scenes where two characters who are like at odds meet at some sort of like a rich cool guy thief party and they like sexily dance with each other while like threatening me like, like you think you won this, but I'm going to have the final. Fun you? fact, though, you think Gal Gadot and The Rock are at odds, but they're not. They're actually a couple. Wow. And they're the whole thing is planned. How about that for a whopping hammer over the head spoiler for Big whoever twist. might be enjoying this, might be thinking about enjoying this movie. I just fucked it up for you. How dare you? I know. I'm like shocked. I'm reeling. So, no one cares. Spoiler nation. But yeah, yeah I hate. Really I hate. Shouldn't care. I hate that too. It's yeah. it's stupid. And the funny part, I'm trying to think of like what it, what that's another movie that does that, like Desperado or something. Like I can't. It's in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Good pull. Any movie Good where pull. they play like there's like assassins or a couple who detectives. Not sure why I said that. <laughs> I'm um, not either. <laughs> seven, I guess. There's a scene when uh, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman are dancing around, and then okay, okay. Brad Pitt says something racist, and then Kevin Spacey uh, rapes somebody. No doubt. That all happened. It's factual. No, I hate that too. I hate pretty much this, the whole, like the guts of Red Notice. All of it is all bad. There's not yeah. a single thing about this movie that interests me. The one scene when he's going to chase Ryan Reynolds, I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe we'll get a cool car chase. And then he crashes the car immediately and Ryan Reynolds gets away. Yeah. So there's no car chase. I was like, that would have been it. <laughs> that would have been the shit. And then they do like the, it was almost like the rock, you know, when they're in that Mercedes getting shot at at the hey, end. Hey, that's my name, brother. It is just like me. I know, right? I meant the, <laughs> I meant the Michael Bay movie from the '90s, but it's me, Dwayne I Johnson. See why you might and, be, uh, I, I could, don't get the bid. <laughs> I uh, can see why you might be confused, Dwayne. I'm not following. I was in a Michael Bay joint, uh, Pain and Gain. Pretty good. That's one of the Rock's best movies. Might be his. It is might be my favorite Rock role. I got so many fucking duds. It's probably my best. 
But yeah, the and we were saying, like The Rock, he doesn't have chemistry with anyone. Anytime they try to sidle him with a babe in a movie, it just it doesn't work. No. There's something about it where it's just like, no. You referred to he and Gal Gadot's chemistry as quote-unquote electric, and that yes. made me laugh. <laughs> it was just popping off the screen. Good show! And folks, this like truly pissed me off. This is a Vin Diesel joke in this movie. Not in a fun way. They're a legit dig. Yeah. One, not funny. Two, shoehorned as fuck. Yeah, not even, even more so than Ryan funny. Reynolds' other like slew of duds. And I don't think I have a three, but it really just... Mm. The Rock, instead of responding to Vin's passionate plea, he's fucking sneaking in jokes in these turkeys. Disgusting. And he let Ryan Reynolds deliver the joke, which is cowardice. Yeah. Hey, man, if you want to get a rock or if yes. you want to get a Vin Diesel dig in on your dumb Netflix original, you make the joke. Hell yes. <clears throat> and he's making fun of the rock or Vin Diesel's acting ability like his is better. Yeah, the rock's a fucking bitch. He's hiding behind Ryan Reynolds. He can't even do a rock dig. I mean, a diesel dig. Or it's even worse. Ryan Reynolds snuck in an ad libbed Vin Diesel dig to like stroke the rock's ego because they're like buddies now. Oh. I'm like, we're both like, you know, such like lovable dudes. I think I could take The Rock. What do you think? Um, With a gun? Definitely. <laughs> Brother? Shoot him right in the chest. Rock, I want to fight you. What do you think? Email in enough the podcast at gmail.com if you will fight what, me, Rock. What's your number to fight The Rock? First person to be knocked unconscious loses. No deaths allowed. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't want to kill him. Right. You can't kill him. <laughs> I would Me fight showing the, mercy on the rock. I would fight the rock for fifty five hundred dollars. Yeah. I'd fight him for fifty five dollars. <laughs> Easily. Peasily. I'd just stick my chin out and let him take me out immediately so I don't get too much damage. One punch. Yeah, I'd let him beat me up and then I'd spin that into like the rock's an evil guy who beats up fucking sick idiots like myself <laughs> i'm a sick idiot and i got beat up and but yeah i'm gonna say that watching red notice is detrimental to your health mm. and i can't recommend against it enough agreed if you want to watch a movie with red in the title watch kevin smith's red state because that's hey, actually a great movie hell yeah man and even though we tomorrow. just tore that movie apart like pretty powerfully, I want to say it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was expecting much worse. Mm. I was expecting about this. Yeah. But yeah, life is too short to watch movies like this, and I hope you don't watch it. And in summation, I'm going to ask you, does this movie exist? Uh, I'm going to say it exists. Mm -hmm. It exists because it's been so shoved down our throats. Okay. And it is definitely a fake movie, though. Yes. I think there's a difference between a movie Thank not you. existing and a fake movie. I like this, and I'm agreeing. Big difference. Yeah. Because a fake movie is shoved down your throat to the point of it being like, of course it exists. Mm. Whereas a movie that doesn't exist, like, oh, I don't know. The Spectacular Now with Miles Teller. Good example. Uh, did you even remember that movie existed until me mentioning it just now? No. Is anyone out there listening? Did you have fond? Do you have fond memories of that movie of Miles Teller 
having an alcohol problem as a teenager and getting into a car accident? I usually like stuff like that. That's Saw like it in the a, theaters alone. That's like an indie rom-com, drum type deal. Those usually work for me. That one I thought was just kind of a... Shailene a Woodley, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who dates Aaron Rodgers now and was defending his, whatever his weird bit he will not the get the day. COVID vaccine because he claims he is a allergic to part of the process. Like there's like some, <laughs> like sort of, there's some part of the vaccine that he's he thinks he's allergic to. Interesting. Joe Rogan was defending him. Joe Rogan on the podcast with Theo Vaughn, which is actually quite funny. Hey man, I've been listening to a lot of Rogan this week. I listened to basically all of the one with um. The one with Shane Gillis there and Mark is, yeah. Normand and Ari Shafir was That's very funny. That's a good one. I listened to the entire Ben Shapiro podcast, which <laughs> is something I'm not proud of. Yeah, what did that sound like, I wonder? Well, you know, Joe, uh, <laughs> I don't think I have it tonight. <laughs> the thing about the COVID vaccine is that it's, you know, I don't have it. Sorry, guys. And... It's a bit give up. Baby, I've been giving up on bits. Ooh. Yeah, I listen to Rogan when he has, like, comedians on. I should dabble when he has other people on. Or maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. The Theo one is decent, but you know how Theo does that thing where he just makes shit up? Is that his Like I was like down in the creek and like I saw this guy like take out both his eyes with a fishing rod and hmm. he just like makes up stories. He does it a few times on Rogan and I, and Rogan like one of them, it was like definitely like a classic like Theo made up story and Rogan like didn't get it. You know, mm. Rogan misses bits a lot. Yeah. Because he's not that funny. <laughs> I don't, I actually love him. Like, I think he'd be a hang. And I like, I hate his, this is the things I don't like about Rogan. I don't like that he's the number one podcast in the world because I find that confusing that it's not us. And number two, I don't love his stand up. I don't. Number three, I hate his fan base. His mm. fan base is fucking terrible. Yeah. They're like these fucking. Guys who call themselves alpha males who probably take advantage of drunk women and have tiny penises and probably bad careers no, and no, no style. Ooh, and, styless. Yeah, styless. <laughs> and four, I dislike the fact that he is somehow like a god in the comedy community because of the podcast comedy. and how everybody just glad hands and kisses his ass. Mm. But he's not that great. Yeah, he totally doesn't deserve to be like the guy no. that he is, and like he's on tour with Dave Chappelle right now. It's like they're not really equal. Right. Dave Chappelle is literally one of the greatest comedians of all time. Oh man, Rogan is just a man on earth, <laughs> a man. And for some reason, it irks the shit out of me. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't hate everyone's success, but his success bothers me. That's fair. And I like him. This doesn't sound like I like him, but I like him. Yeah. I mean, let's keep this hate train rolling because yeah, we hate a lot of shit. We let's. I'm like talking about someone that I like in a way that I hate them. Because I went to the theater and saw the new Marvel movie Eternals. I'm gonna the go the other day, folks. And buckle up because we got another certified organic, farm fresh turkey experience. Oh boy, are you sick? This movie. It got delayed a bunch, like a bunch of movies. This is the movie Kumail Nanjiani got jacked for, famously. Oh, so look at my muscles. I play Kingo, a immortal god sidecar. <laughs> this fucking movie 
is a disaster of a mess that I really couldn't even believe how bad it was. The person who directed this, Chloe Zhao, won the Academy Award at the last Oscars, Best Picture and Directing for Nomadland. Mm. And her follow-up is this movie that's just like, for me, like easily the worst Marvel movie they've made yet of like the 23 features they've done, I think. Mm. This is a movie about... uh, they fucking introduce like these twelve new characters who are all duds, and they're like they—they're gods who have been on Earth since the beginning of time. And the whole movie, they show like why they didn't get involved in all these historical atrocities, or or when Amir Thanos did the snap in um or <laughs> Avengers <laughs> Endgame, and it's just like such a slog of a movie. Even the action scenes, which Normally those are fun in these Marvel movies. They're embarrassingly bad. They they fight these like big space dog creatures. That's like the big threat they came up with for these Sounds go- awful. For these gods who have been on Earth for like millennia. They're like they've just been in the cut until these space dogs came to Earth and now they need to spring into action. Call me space dog. You know what? I will. Sounds fucking dope. Mm. But I really just, and like Barry Keohane, I'm probably saying that wrong. That Barry w- Lakin. That weird guy who's in like uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer, the kid who plays like the I maniac. I hate that kid. He's a very unsettling, I hate his scene stealing He's a good actor, car. but I just hate him. Yeah, he's, he's normally great, but even he couldn't spice this movie up. No. And it also stars two of the Game of Thrones guys, the guy who played Jon Snow and the guy... Kit Harington. Yes. And the guy who played uh, one of the other brothers. John Candy? Yes, John Candy. Mm. The one who got killed at the Red Wedding in that big, like, famous scene. He kind of... Oh, okay. Um, one of the other brothers. But either he's way... He's like, like a mix... Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. I can't get it. It's fine. The fans know. They know who we're talking about. But like, you can't have two of the Game of Thrones guys be in a different movie and like be in a bunch of scenes together. It's very distracting. Mm. And yeah, it's maybe the dullest Would you give it on Letterboxd? One star. One out of five. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm going to give I, Red Notice one out of five right now while we're talking about it. Yeah, and I nice on air rating. I could go on, but it's just, it was just the pits. Everything about it was just, and I usually like most of these Marvel movies, even like the shitty ones. I'm like, hey, it was kind of fun. This is their biggest whiff yet by miles, like worse than Captain Marvel. I'm talking, folks. If that, mm. you know. So that, you're that saying that I should watch it? Yes. <laughs> You'd probably like it somehow. Also, the movie. Remember the movie Red with Bruce Willis? <laughs> yeah, it did pretty good. Yeah, we made Red 2, the most unnecessary <laughs> sequel that's ever existed. Me and Morgan Freeman came back for it. But but Bruce, I, I hear you, your day rate is pretty high. So yeah. if it took you two days that's to right. make Red and Red, how much did you, if you get paid, if you work for, you make a million dollars a day and you worked for two days, what was the amount they paid you? Two mil. 
And did you do a good job or did no, you do a bad job? Bad job. And did you still get the two mil? I did. I did. That's I pretty cool. I showed up. I made, I made that face I make. You know, it was dope. <coughs> My Bruce Willis falling apart. <laughs> uh, your Bruce Willis is probably the best thing we've got going on this show. Okay. That's all I need. The first to hear. time we did the two mil Bruce Willis thing, it was like one of the biggest laughs I've had on air ever in 144 episodes. It was like, they're like, even if I do a bad job, I remember having like a cry laugh at that. So I hope that on re-listening to this tomorrow while I'm on the toilet, I will enjoy that. Yes. And one more thing I want to mention that uh, Kumail Nanjiani's power in this movie is finger guns. Oh, I was going to say it was smelling up a cab. <laughs> How dare you? No? No. But yeah, like he like shoots like energy from his hands but like he's literally going around going like pew 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 and like fire i was embarrassed for him <laughs> like he got jacked for this movie it's like oh i'm a marvel star now it's like dude is it getting this, panned you got the fucking shaft if it's not i don't know what's wrong with everybody on earth because nothing deserves a panning more i wonder what it's getting on tomatoes pull that up jamie <laughs> this should be like a nine on tomatoes holy fuck Mm. Top movies. The movies. The best movies of 2021. Cool. Did you enjoy anything you watched this week, or do we want to get into something else that we both absolutely I liked, hated? I watched a movie called Kill List Ooh, with a bunch of British it. people I've never heard of. I have almost no notes on it, but since we're being so negative, I want to throw in a little bit of positivity. It was ranked in Complex Magazine's list of most twisted fucked up movies of all time right behind the joker that is true sandwiched in between the joker and suicide squad featuring the jared leto joker sick totally fucking sick and uh i it's a movie about like two it's a british movie so i don't recognize any of the actors or actresses but you have enough. there's two guys and they are hitmen, like getting back together for a job and like things go awry is it one last job kinda and it's just like gory and fucked up and i was like i think it was a morning movie for me so i was a little sleepy still we love our morning movies we do the program but it was enjoyable and it was like 2.99 rental kill list Mm. it's it's a it's twisted put it that way and that's I honestly wasn't going to talk about it, but since everything else we have to say is so negative. Yeah. Although we liked Dexter. We did. Dexter's <clears throat> back with what's the, like Dexter the New Batch or something. <laughs> Gremlins. It's, what is it? Dexter New Blood. Yes. Yeah. Which I guess is clever. He's like the blood guy. It's not that clever. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was I'm immediately out. bailing on that. But yeah, Dexter's back. Curb Your Enthusiasm's back. It's 2010 all over again, folks. Everything's back. Wait, what is the Marvel movie called? Eternals? Yes. Oh, God. What does it have on Rotten Tomatoes? Okay, it's a 47. Oof. Deserves 80% audience score. But yeah, for even for a Marvel movie to have that on Rotten Tomatoes, I think is a big deal. Mm. Normally people are just like, sure, it's fine. But yeah, anyway. Dexter-wise, uh, no it's back on Showtime. It's been off the air for probably like 10 years at this point and had a is it really? legendarily awful series finale. So yeah. I'm down for them to bring it back and nothing they could do 
could be worse than how they ended it the first time. So I'm in. It was cool. how'd they end that? Like a, he's like a like on a boat and it's like really bad CGI and he's like dumping people in the ocean. Yeah, like, like one last time. Yeah, like he mercy kills Deb. And then the right. show literally ends with him, for no reason or explanation, becoming a lumberjack. And the last shot is just like zooming in on him as a lumberjack sitting in a cabin. Well, they pick up with him in the cabin, which I like. Oh, yeah, they do, I guess. But it was. But he immediately. Uh, I won't. I don't want to spoil the new season. I think no. it's safe to spoil the old one. The only person is like Monty sitting at home, like, wait, I've been saving that. No. <laughs> like, hey. I, 12 years later that would be funny if because yeah they do a whole thing like he's not killing anymore and it's it would be funny if they bring the show back after all this time and he never kills anyone in any of the episodes it's just a drama yeah, yeah. it's just like a weird i'm not out tangent. on that concept i mean it'd be fucked up but it wasn't like the best episode but i was enjoying it just because it had been so long and i was like oh this is it had a twist with one of the characters from uh, the old show coming back. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And yeah, they did a lot of table setting. I'm sure it'll get better. Mm. That's on Showtime, Ank's favorite channel. It is. I'm a big show guy. S H O. Showtime anytime, we like to call it. S H O. And yeah, Curb's been on fire. I thought. That third episode with uh, like the dinner party and like middling, that whole bit where like you can't handle being in the middle. Yeah, that was funny. Incredible. The hot dog eating contest and yes. Patton Oswalt cameo. It's yeah. just a great show. Vince Succession's Vaughn. been on fire. Vince Vaughn on Curb. I can't, no one even like makes a big deal about that. He's in like most episodes. I, can't believe it. And not as himself, which is so such a strange choice. Yeah. I love it. And you want to sneak in one more? Sure. That we truly thought was dog shit, or at least I did. Anonymous Animals. Ugh. Real is, quick on that one. Jesus yeah. Christ. Which is now on iTunes. You rented this. I did. And warned was, me that it was bad. Well, they it popped up in like my popular, like my essential discoveries or whatever on I, Apple TV. Mm. So I gave it a whirl, and it's just this movie that was like The Hunt, but with animals, I guess. And it was yeah. like animals killing people. This is one of the most obvious, like student film level, like embarrassing movies I've seen in a lifetime. Like, you get it immediately. They do a whole thing where humans are trapped in cages and what have you, and they're being hunted by people with animal heads. So, like, a big bird is after this one guy. And, like, you get it in two seconds, and you're just like, oh, it's... Imagine if it was... Right. And you're just like, okay. Like, even though I didn't go to film school and I'm an asshole idiot... I was watching this and just being like, oof, what are you doing? Like, I can't believe you made this. This shit is fucking pedestrian. <laughs> it was, and like people being led to slaughter by these wacky creatures. You sold me on watching it, even though you said it sucked, by mentioning that it was one hour long. Hour long flick, yeah. Yeah. Not even like an hour and 20, like a, like one hour. 
after watching, I think it could have been one minute. <laughs> like I really can't believe in what it seemed like a lifetime. Like a micro short. It. Yeah. I think I watched this in like three sittings, even though it's only an hour. It was really just a Yeah, it took me two or three. Yeah. I'm yawning as we skewer it. A because yeah. I'm tired and B because it's just so bad. It just sucked. You bringing it up, you've just sucked the wind out of my sails. Like, I hated that flick. Yeah, like, it was trying so hard to be artsy and be like, like, what do you think of this? Hey, cut that out. This movie's like an A24 screensaver. I'm coming up on my 400th movie of the year. Ooh, let's have a party. Get close. I think I'm going to hit it before Christmas. And it's like, I'll look right now at my total. And I watch a lot. And my new thing is trying not to shut stuff off. I'm at 349 movies for the year. Ooh. I think it's 350 now because of red. Where am I red at? Notice. If that's easily checkable. I can check, yeah. I feel like I'm way behind you. I've been slacking lately. Uh, what did you most recently? Oh, Planet of the Apes, the Wahlberg one. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, you gave it no love. You're at 302, so I'm smoking you. Read that Planet of the Apes review, if you will, for the uh, fans. What a wild turkey. This is the 2001 Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg. Keep in mind. Mm. What a wild turkey. If I was on that Planet of the Apes, it wouldn't have gone down like it did. He gets it. Nice job. Glad we brought He's that in. up. That was a good segue. <laughs> He's in. That's funny. But yeah, that... Did we hate everything enough? I think we did. <laughs> we tried to be positive, but whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Let's. Um, I tried to lean into let's it. Let's watch Wedding Crashers before my fucking head explodes. I think it was just a perfect convergence. I, I wasn't exaggerating. All these movies were like really that bad. Eternals, Dog Shit, Anonymous Animals, Skip It, Red Notice doesn't exist, but avoid it. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe we watch Wedding Crashers or something. Just kind of like cool it down. Sold. Another notch on your belt. It's not like that. What are you talking about? It's not like that. Ow! Ow! No! Wait! Wait! It's just that I'm feeling. Also, last week Monty mentioned that I fast forwarded unnecessarily. I wanted to acknowledge that. Yes, thank you, Monty. There's two scenes where Vince gets tackled. I skipped one of them thinking it was the same one. Okay. And I've seen this movie a hundred times. Monty's on another level noticing stuff like that. Yeah, he's a sharp kid. That's why he's the king. doesn't hurt that he listens five times every week. He's in. If you do the math on that, that's a fifth of a day, pretty much. If not a, if not a fourth. Yeah, folks. So Monty's spending a quarter of a day every week. So a quarter of a day averages in in four weeks. That's a full day. Mm. So that means eight days out of the year or nine, eight days out of the year, Monty spends listening to this show. He's good at calculation. Right? Sounds right. I can dig. But yeah, if you're only listening like that, to the no, that's show too much. once, you're really not yeah. hearing it. Monty says listen five is when it really like pops five listens is about six hours because the show's like an hour and 15 an hour and 20 mainly i'm really trying hard to do this math i'm gonna do it he's gonna do it we're about to hit 90 so i'm gonna pause it we're math guys we're not we're dumb we're dumb guys we're gonna sneak into harvard university and put this equation on a fucking chalkboard all right so and then i'm gonna fucking we'll call it 120 (laughs) or 100 Show's averaging about 80 minutes. Oh, so word? 80 times 5 listens is 400 minutes. 
Mm. So he does that every week. 400 minutes times 52 weeks out of the year is 20,800 minutes. You divide that by 60, and that gives you hours. A word? So Monty spends 346 hours listening to the podcast. You divide 346 by 24, Monty spends 14 days of his year listening to enough the podcast. I feel like he was doing the math in his head alongside this, and it's probably like, wrong. Right wrong. <laughs> Incorrect. Mistake. Monty, if I botched that math, and you're not okay with spending two weeks out of the year listening to enough, you let me know. Enough. Do you have plugs? What are your plugs? I mean... I'm inclined to remind the fans about the South Shore Boys podcast. Got a bunch of new episodes. You guys up. are recording tomorrow, right? That's true. I mean, weekends are for podcasting. It's when I really <laughs> I like to cut loose and spend all my free time yammering to the delight of Monty and few others. I don't it's, know how you do it. Rion has suggested that we do a podcast. The two of us, and I know that it would be good because he's a lovely man. Mm. But like, by the time tomorrow hits, the if I had to do another podcast, I'd be furious. Yeah, I'd be like, I really don't want to do this. So I appreciate you doing this one first. In, I mean, I enjoy it. You don't. You're not. Well, you're with like a. You get. You're with a group in that one. Yeah. So it's not a. It's not a two man. You can kind of like lay back and let them run with it a little. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that's easier. That's a bonus of more, when there's more voices, yes. you can like think more and then fucking roar two, in. Two voices, like if I'm waffling on a bit, I'm like, I really hope Scott picks this up. Yeah. And I never do. <laughs> but folks, next week on the program, we're going to be talking about the new Wes Anderson movie, The French Dispatch. Maybe we have a special guest. Keep things vague and exciting. Ooh. And also uh, Shang-Chi interest in. We're going to watch that. I'm going to see how much Aquafina's performance it, bothers me. I believe me. is what I said. Okay, we'll consider it. She Animal, gets so much work. Too much work. Awful, horrible person. One of the worst actors working today. Wow, I'm so negative today. Folks, we'll be back next week and I'll be maybe doper Ankfit. or nicer. Ankfit.com. Ankfit.com. A-N-K-F-I-T. Dot com? Dot com. Dot com. www.ankfit.com. Hell yeah. Enough the podcast at gmail.com too. Send us a fucking email. Someone other than Monty. Just do it. Or Monty if you want. Yeah, Monty, send, just send us another one. <laughs> this is the Monty app. Folks, have a goo. We'll see you next time.